by um, J. Perry Paving. Remember, residential, commercial, seal coating patios, J. Perry Paving. You can depend on them. They provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. J. Perry Paving, 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios. Uh, they stay on schedule. You can They'll offer you a free estimate with any project. It's J. Perry Paving. Call them today at 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. And also learn about the benefits of asphalt. Asphalt... Um, is beautiful. It's aesthetically uh, pleasing, whether it's a new paving project or a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. You can depend on J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive, aesthetically appealing. Look for them on Facebook, J. Perry Paving. And folks, always online at letter J and then perrypaving.com. If you have a cracked driveway, this weather that we're experiencing right now, this is perfect weather to have any type of paving done. It's J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Free quote, 732-1730, 732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. I want to say good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. Now, sometimes with uh, Facebook Live, we have some minor glitches from uh, time to time. And uh, we are in the process um, of straightening that out. And I'm just, um, I want to think again, uh, the D-man has um, really come through. We have our, the lighting is much better. The uh, backdrop, we're going to use different backdrops. Those, you can always watch it uh, this hour on um, the Facebook page, John DePietro Show on Facebook. I think there could be some minor glitches. So we're going we're gonna to work through it, folks. We will work through it. As always, though, it's a nice, clear signal, thanks to the great Jeff Kamach, right there at DePietro.com. Well, folks, I want to... Get right to it. Obviously, we have a developing story. Mark Fisher of Black Lives Matter is going to join me coming up at 1230. And Mayor of the mayor of Providence has uh, certainly, folks, has has lost, basically lost control of the city, in in my opinion. The, The mayor of Providence has really just lost control of the city right now because of what's about to come out and it's it's not going to be anything good it is not going to be anything good with uh, the fact that he's allowed a certain level mayor alorza uh and he may want to deny it but folks you you can't allow the little infractions turn into big infractions i will be talking about the latest on the election coming up i will be talking about that but this is a developing story if you haven't seen the video we have it posted right at the um Right at DePetro.com and DePetro.com brought to you by Just Angels. But there is um, there is certainly a problem right now where there uh, proponents, you have these these different uh, motorbikes and they've been riding around the city. And as I mentioned last hour, this this is nothing new. It's been a problem. And then yesterday, all of a sudden, there were literally hundreds of them riding around and a lot of them, not all. But a lot of them are not supposed to be on city streets. And when they do go on the city streets, it's causing a major problem on the, the city streets. And for, for people that are just trying to ride around and enjoy quality of life, it is um, – no, we're going to just go with that. I understand there could be some uh, glitches. Use green screens and might have to switch scene to different scene. I don't think that's what it is. I think we have a little bit. If there is a uh, a glitch, folks watching on Facebook, I apologize. Um, that is, um, I'm just going to put. I, I don't want to get distracted. Um, we're going to just go with it and see if it straightens out. We could have a, a little bit uh, of a. Um, all right. So, if there are some glitches on Facebook, folks, you're just going to have to tune into the radio, and that's all we're going to do. Um, and and I'm just going to. Um, handle this uh, right now. I do want to get to some of the sound on this developing story that's happening um, as far as in the city of Providence because Mayor Lorza has spoken out. Uh, officer involved moped crash under investigation. Now, you know, they're trying to say that it was just a moped. The police were saying that it was more than that. And they're kind of reconstruct things a little bit. 
But this is a major problem that is happening because as we're going to hear from Mark Fisher coming up, uh, Black Lives Matter and other individuals, including including that city council person, Kat Kerwin, she believes that this was, and she says, a homicidal victim. So let me hear. This is the uh, Channel 12 piece on it. Who was driving a moped at the time of the crash is in critical condition. 12 News reporter Logan Wilbur joins us now live with the very latest on what the mayor and witnesses on the scene were saying about that incident. Well, Patrick Danielle, friends of the victim say they had concerns over how this accident occurred, and police are actively investigating the accident. One of the things they're looking at is video that 12 News has of the moments leading up to that crash. Police responded to Elmwood Avenue following the accident between a police cruiser and an a moped around 6 p.m. on Sunday. Colonel Clements says Providence police officers were responding to calls of two to 300 off-road vehicles riding around the area. A friend of the victim said he first believed that the police were actually escorting the group, which he says consisted of children, their parents, many of whom were in their Halloween costumes. Now, he also says that prior to the accident, the victim was hanging towards the back of the group because he was keeping an eye on those younger riders he was in the back you know and they, a lot of those younger kids look up to him because he's has multiple first place wins in you know motocross he's phenomenal like phenomenal motocross rider so it's just you know crazy to hear that it happened was on the scene last night following the accident. He also released a brief statement saying, in part, our police are actively reviewing all video evidence, talking to witnesses, and recreating the scene. We will be doing a full investigation and will continue to communicate as the investigation unfolds. End quote. Reporting live in Providence, Logan Wilbur, 12 News. Again, folks, good afternoon. It's uh, John DePietro. Now, what is so unfortunate about that is now you have, in a, if you go to DePietro.com, number one, if you haven't seen the video uh we do have the video one of the uh one of our listeners in that area sent it to me we do have that up and you can check it out betro.com but the city councilwoman is calling the police car basically saying that it's a homicidal vehicle and that is so unfair now again black lives matter uh we're going to talk to mark fisher coming up i did post his statement they released a statement last night but that Kat Kerwin, now she's a defund the police. She's an anarchist. She supports that group, um, Fortnite, which is a, a place. Uh, police use cars, a homicidal vehicle to drive into a youth on a scooter. No brakes, no warning. Video looks dangerously close to the kind of police brutality our chief says would never have happened in Providence. We need an independent investigation. Well, there hasn't even been an investigation. So before we start calling for an independent investigation, folks, one of the things is they have to let it play out. Now, Black Lives Matter, there, uh, Mark Fitcher, who we're going to talk to, released a statement saying Providence police officers from the Providence Police Department intentionally and deliberately ran down and crashed a young African young African American man on a scooter with their police truck. An apparent criminal excessive use of force and assault with a deadly weapon, the police vehicle, knocking him unconscious, leading to his hospitalization at Rhode Island Hospital. He's currently being treated for life-threatening injuries. The victim of this latest rampant unchecked police brutality against blacks in the city has been identified as Jamal Gonzalez. Son of Rhode R.I. Criminal Justice Reform Activist Mark Gonzalez Sr. So that was the first time. It was Black Lives Matter who identified him. And when you go to that Facebook page, Jamal Gonzalez, he is um, obviously very much into the different racing and his that his Facebook page is filled with that, with the different racing and um, and everything involved with that. So now, again, then you hear someone saying, well, he helps the younger kids and he rides in the back and he's trying to help them. But the fact is, folks, none of this is supposed to be allowed on the city streets. Now, I don't know. Providence uh, police cruiser strike man on moped. And the thing is, though, they, there were a lot of them that they were not mopeds. They were three wheelers are riding around and taunting the police. And so now you have a situation where you have someone who maybe he is on. I mean, that's a question. <clears throat> and I want to hear some more from the, the police on whether or not he's on a legal, a, a, a legal vehicle. 
You know, I mean, I'm not sure why a moped would not be allowed without knowing all of the rules. But that's if he's not on a motorbike or he's not on an ATV. I was there when they crushed the different vehicles. I mean, I was there for that when they crushed the different vehicles. And one of the um, the the situations was that those were not regular motorcycles. They were dirt bikes. They were off road vehicles. That's basically what they were destroying. So let me hear, let me uh, play. This is the Channel 10 uh, Providence package. And BC 10 Samuel Sakarzik joins us live outside of Rhode Island Hospital with the latest on his condition. Morning, Tammy. Good morning. That victim has been identified as Jamal Gonzalez. His dad tells us he was unconscious when he was brought here to the hospital last night and was put on a breathing tube. We want to get straight to some witness video that shows you the moments leading up to this incident. You can see a police cruiser behind the moped. The camera pans away and seconds later, a loud crash. Providence police say this happened on Elmwood Avenue at around 6 last night. The 24-year-old's father gave us these pictures of his son who's now in critical condition. He says he had to undergo a procedure to relieve pressure from around his brain. Now, police are still investigating what led up to this crash, but video posted to Twitter shows hundreds of dirt bikes, mopeds, and scooters illegally riding in Providence yesterday. We heard from a witness who watched this entire incident unfold. All the bikers and stuff were actually on both sides of the street. I mean, where's that legal? And what happened was, is the cop was, uh, came up the wrong side and cut over and completely hit the kid and knocked him into the sign. Police are calling this a bigger public safety issue, pointing to the fact that riding mopeds, ATVs, and dirt bikes on city streets is illegal. We're live in Providence this morning. Tamara Sikarzik, NBC 10 News. Now, again, that is the latest, folks. Good afternoon right now at 1218. It's Sean DePetro. We're going to talk to Mark Fisher of Black Lives Matter. You're listening. It's the John DePetro Show, AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePetro.com. DePetro.com is brought to you by Allstate Lock. Now, this is a time. If you don't have proper security, you want to make sure that you have proper security for your home or business. Log on at altstatelock.com or call them 401-349-0042. Experts in locking systems and building security. So Mayor Mayor Jorge Alorza, who I think, folks, he's lost control of the city as far as uh, violence. This was him uh, speaking out on Channel 12 last night at the scene. It says this will be an extensive investigation. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out exactly what happened, but um, looks like a terrible accident. Um, young man is um, is in the hospital right now, um, and um, it's too early to tell what his condition is. Uh, but um, you know, we're trying to get the video evidence of it, see what kind of video we have on it, just recreate the scene and see exactly what happened. And investigators are still here reconstructing the accident. The moped and police cruiser that appear to be involved in the accident are behind police tape here. I did speak to a friend of the victim who says he wants justice. So already, if you go to my uh, website, folks, to Petro.com, they already have something called Justice for Jamal. So this young man. Now, again, it's tough until everything is reconstructed. Now, we're going to, again, you're seeing some people in the community, Black Lives Matter, and then that city council person, that they're acting like it was intentional. They're treating it as if uh, the police were, that they ran ran right into the guy. I mean, that's how they're treating it. And, and obviously, um, I, I, it's tough to tell from the angle. For those of you, if they haven't seen the video, I have it posted on the website, depetro.com. You hear screeching, and then you hear them go around. Um, that they're maybe trying to take a corner, and then he literally goes flying right into the the wall. So it is uh, Jamal Gonzalez. He's 24 years old. Um, I did speak with a, a friend of the family, and the uh, the sound of it is. Um, it, it it is it's it's bad and then they're they're trying to figure out exactly what happened and and um trying to 
on Bissell Street around 6. Clear the this scene. video you're watching captured this is by Channel a witness. You can see a Providence police cruiser following the moped, making a sharp right turn there. And then you hear that loud crashing noise. We did reach out to Providence police who say they are investigating. Over 100 dirt bikes and ATVs were seen driving through Providence earlier, which is illegal. The Providence police department, though, has certain no-chase policies because of public safety liabilities. And Mayor Jorge as the city will be completing a full investigation. Now, that Kat Kerwin is already calling for an independent investigation of this whole thing, an independent uh, investigation. But let me play for you. This is what it, it sounded like. Um, and you hear the screech and then you hear the crash. A bunch of them are going by, and then you see the moped go by, and a car's right behind them. Now, I don't know if they hit. Obviously, there are people that feel that he was the one, the cause of it. And what exactly is their policy? If they have a no-chase policy, it is certainly a fair question. Was he chasing him? Did he cause that? Um, unless, I mean, there is some footage and then the police will break down, folks, all the footage of this. But right now, we, we don't know all if the building there was the driver. Here's what I think is unknown is was the driver taking a right and then lost control and then it just slid into the wall. It, it's, it's tough to tell. It's tough to tell whether or not that happened. But we are going to speak with Mark Fisher of Black Lives Matter now. Now, folks, as many of you know, and again, good afternoon at 1223, there's, um, I don't have to tell you, there's been no shortage of protests in the city. Now, when they're putting out a justice for Jamal, and they're saying that they feel that it was the police cruiser rammed into him and sent him into the wall, that's, that is certainly problematic. That is problematic. Now, I also want to remind you, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340. for West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. It's Kenny, it's Patricia. They will repair your vehicle. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, West Fountain Auto Body. Where remember, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, if someone hits your vehicle, you can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. The original, the best Think of that, since 1927, they're located right off of 95, 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Now, like I was saying, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Monday. Now, we've already had a lot of protests in the city, and now you have a situation. I I don't know enough about the bike. Uh, I'm monitoring to see if the police... The Providence police are going to be holding any type of uh, press briefing on this. Obviously, we'd want to attend that, folks, if that is, in fact, um, the case and kind of bring you the latest on that. But you have um, a problem where in the community, and especially, as I mentioned, you have that Kat Kerwin, who's a city council person, and she is basically preaching, saying it's a homicidal uh, vehicle that then uh, crashed into it. Then you have a another individual. This uh, He's a state senator named Sam Bell, and he's another one. And they're treating this like it was an intentional act by the Providence police. Now, I, I don't think that's what happened. Um, you know, that obviously, like I said, the, the police have to investigate this, but I don't like the sounds of where this is going. Sam Bell, yet another tragic example of police brutality in our city. Our thoughts with the victim and his family, hoping he pulls through, makes a full recovery, and gets the justice he deserves. So that is the um, Sam Bell. But the fact the fact is, folks, is that they're I I think they're inflaming the situation by this because we we don't know. And if it did go go down that way, 
Um, we, we don't know. Was Why was he following that particular person? Was there an incident earlier that that happened and then they were told? Um, I, I think, you know, the Providence Police will do an extensive investigation on this. Let's see. Um, let's see. I'm seeing right now. Mayor Lorza says the city will be holding a news conference this afternoon. Provide updates on the cruiser moped crash from yesterday. So we will um, certainly work to try to get you some information on that. And I also want to play, uh, they are investigating. Let me um, get you uh, the latest on this now. Um, I want to play, unless we already played, I want to just play the Channel 12 story, uh, story again on, on this and see if there's a, there is, in fact, an update on this. So I think they're going to have to. Because otherwise, um, let me have, this is uh, Mayor Lors was asked about the uh, crash and see if we have a latest. And then we're going to talk to Mark Fisher of uh, Black Lives Matter coming up uh, momentarily. But this is uh, Mayor Lors. Uh, I've been in touch you know, throughout the night and this morning with my commissioner of public safety. So we're still reviewing all of the information and data. And uh, for all, all the press folks, press folks on here and i do want you to know that we're planning a press availability at some point this afternoon to give you a full update um, as of right now it's still very very early we're still talking to witnesses and trying to get all of the all of the video on this and uh, it's still you know any 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 definitive comments at this point would be um would be speculative at best so we're still gathering all of the information and uh, we want to communicate. Um, we want to communicate as often and uh, as much as possible uh, throughout this, uh, throughout the investigation, as we gather up all the facts. And we will be providing a, um, a press briefing uh, with a full opportunity to follow up on all these details at some point this afternoon. So we're working on that, and we will come back to you, Bill, and, and to all of uh, all the folks who have questions on this. You know, as um, you know, as the investigation continues. Did have a question not related to last night's incident specifically, but more broadly on this. When police were saying that they are responding to groups of nine hundred one calls of groups of two to three hundred of these, I'm, I'm just curious from the mayor's standpoint how big of an issue this is for the city. Is it a matter of public safety? Oh, absolutely, it's a matter of public safety. This is this is a major major concern for us, and the way that we the way that we try to prevent this is you know, our police department monitors social media and checks to see if there are organized rides that are that are being called for on, on social media. And then we send resources out there to try to prevent them from congregating. Uh, we've also had uh, we've also had instances where they congregate in certain locations uh, throughout the city. So we've increased police presence in those parts of the city, again to prevent those groups from coming together. Now there's a now, once they're all gathered in large packs, that's when that's when you see them even more emboldened, and that's when you see them taking on even riskier and riskier activity for themselves and for any folks that happen to be out on the out on the roads. So, absolutely, it is a major, major public safety challenge, and it's one that we're going to continue to address with with all of the tools that we have. So, yes, it, it is a challenge. It's an ongoing challenge. And yesterday's incident was, you know, the um, unfortunately, you know, yet another example of what can happen uh, when um, when folks are out there in this way. So, you know, we uh, we want to address this from from every angle and make sure that you know, folks aren't taken to the streets in this way. And nothing good is going to is going to come out of it when they do. And um, and hopefully we, you know, working together with all of our partners, uh, we'll come up with a strategy to to put an end to this. All right, folks, again, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. That was, in fact, uh, Mayor Lorza um, a little bit earlier. I want to bring, bring on um, Mark Fisher of uh, Black Lives Matter. And, again, you're, you're hearing now, right now, it's 1231. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. This portion of our program is... Um, Brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096 for Ryan's Appliance Repair. Let me uh, get him on the phone 
and it's from Black Lives Matter. It is uh, Mark Fisher who uh, issued a statement earlier, and I want to hear exactly um, uh, Mark's thinking on this. And this is a developing story, and there there are just ramifications that could happen if they don't uh, address this and uh, get this under control. So we're um, gonna talk to him. Uh, folks coming up. And then we'll, um, well, we said 1230. <laughs> Remember, Ryan's appliance. All right, there he is. Folks, joining us right now on the line, he is uh, the executive director of Black Lives Matter, and it is uh, Mark Fisher. Good afternoon, Mark Fisher. Hey, good afternoon, John, but I can't talk right now, man. So, listen, I'm going to have to call you back. Or give me a call back. Uh, is, is there a certain time that we that we yeah, could call, call me within call me in a half hour? Half hour. All right, folks. We will uh, talk to him. So obviously, some developments are happening now. With that, let me then just play. I want to play again the Channel Twelve um, piece on this, and we'll get all the developments. So something is obviously uh, going on, and it's either about whether or not they're going to uh, have some kind of a protests, which I think they're going to be, or they're trying to find out more information from the mayor's office or exactly what's um, happening with that. But we're going to, um, I want to play the channel 12 piece of this that I think we have. Story this morning regarding a 24-year-old man who's in critical condition in the hospital this new time following an officer-involved crash in Providence yesterday. This was on Elmwood Avenue and Bissell Street. Police investigating and reviewing cell phone video to figure out how this all happened in the first place. Brandon Truitt, live at the scene of the crash. Right now, is more with the mayor had to say about this a short time ago. Yeah, Patrick. Well, all of this happening, of course, last night, the mayor calling it a tragic incident. And we know this happened along Elmwood Avenue, headed in this direction, when something happened causing that police cruiser and moped to end up on this sidewalk. There was a stop sign here originally, but police took that away last night as part of their investigation. Much of this, though, of course, caught on video. I want to show you some of the cell phone video that we were able to get. Police are looking into this as well. It shows you that car and moped pass through the frame, the moment of impact not seen here it's off to the right of the camera but police are working to figure out if the cruiser ever hit the moped and what caused the man's injuries you might ask why police were even here to begin with well we had just got our hands on the police report about five minutes ago and in it police say they've gotten multiple calls of large groups of mopeds and atvs gathering over at india point park police described their behavior as reckless they were there to try to disperse the group according to the report and that's when part of them split into other parts of town ended up here along elmwood avenue is one of those locations and that's when police say, quote, a collision occurred. This morning, I asked Providence Mayor Jorge Lorza about these groups of ATV and moped riders. Lorza is saying he views them as a public safety concern, particularly as the groups get bigger. And that's when you see them even more emboldened. And that's when you see them taking on even riskier and riskier activity for themselves and for any folks that happen to be out on the out on the roads so absolutely it is a major major public safety challenge and it's one that we're going to continue to address with with all of the tools that we have Mayor Lorza says he is planning a news conference this afternoon to discuss this very incident with police as well. The latest on their investigation. If it happens, we, of course, are going to be there. I'll be providing updates for you, of course, on my social media pages and ahead at your news at four. Live in Providence, Brandon True at 12 News. Again, folks, so good afternoon. It's John DePietro, and it is, um, I want to stress again, this uh, was all breaking out yesterday. And then you um, you had that, that, that. What are the police supposed to do? I mean, they're being called out. And then it sounds like you have some people that are driving legal vehicles that are allowed in the city. And then you have others that they're they're riding amongst people that are that are vehicles that are not supposed to be used on the streets. So I, I think it it certainly puts the the police in a really difficult situation. Let me hear again. This is the Channel 10 piece. NBC 10's Tamara Sakarzik joins us live outside of Rhode Island Hospital with the latest on his condition. Morning, Tammy. 
Good morning. That victim has been identified as Jamal Gonzalez. His dad tells us he was unconscious when he was brought here to the hospital last night and was put on a breathing tube. We want to get straight to some witness video that shows you the moments leading up to this incident. You can see a police cruiser behind the moped. The camera pans away and seconds later, a loud crash. Providence police say this happened on Elmwood Avenue at around 6 last night. The 24-year-old's father gave us these pictures of his son who's now in critical condition. He says he had to undergo a procedure to relieve pressure from around his brain. Now, police are still investigating what led up to this crash, but video posted to Twitter shows hundreds of dirt bikes, mopeds, and scooters illegally riding in Providence yesterday. We heard from a witness who watched this entire incident unfold. All the bikers and stuff were actually on both sides of the street. I mean, where's that legal? And what happened was, is the cop was uh, came up the wrong side and cut over and completely hit the kid and knocked him into the sign. Police are calling this a bigger public safety issue, pointing to the fact that riding mopeds, ATVs, and dirt bikes on city streets is illegal. We're live in Providence this morning. Tamara Sakarzik, NBC10 News. Now, again, folks, the um, that that was it. And, and I think that eyewitness points out something that is really important there. And that is they're riding on both sides of the street. And... The, 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 it puts the police in almost an impossible situation. But again, I come back to Mayor Alorza. This was not, this has been a problem all summer long. All summer long, this has been a problem. And that's also one of the quality of life issues that comes into play um, in this situation where, you know, people I know have been complaining about it. But, folks, what's really important right now, and again, right now at 1238, good afternoon, it's Shonda P. Joe. I am going to talk the latest about the election. I am going to, but th- this is a developing story. And I don't like uh, the tone that is um, taking place right now is, as far as uh, exactly what, what could end up happening with this whole thing. As th- this, this has all the makings that this could could lead to them. There, there already have been, as many of you know, there already have been major problems all summer with all the protests and just and the the way that the groups treat the and, and act towards the police. And now you have a local situation where you have, you know, they're claiming and putting out there. And that's why I wanted to speak with the member of Black Lives Matter, because they're putting out information that this was an intentional act. And that's obviously that, you know, that's dangerous. And especially that that you have that. You have that city council person who is flaming people up and and treating it uh, as if, you know, the police are purposely flaming this whole thing up and. Uh, purposely that that he ran into the wall on it, and that is a, that is a complete unknown right now. That is a complete unknown. So the fact that some of these groups and others are are acting in this manner, folks. This, I mean, you saw last Monday night they were willing to go on the highway just to protest Columbus Day. They have been up on Federal Hill. There've been no, there have been no incidents on Federal Hill. What exactly is now going to be the situation? When there is something that could be, you know, I, I don't know exactly what happened, but they do need to have an investigation. And I, I have confidence that the Providence police will jump into this and try to immediately address this and lay it out. Now, they've done it in the past, and maybe they need to figure out maybe the information is not going to be the way they, they want it to be. But they, I like the fact that in the past, the police have been proactive and they haven't just, you know, sat back and they haven't let the other side frame it. Because I'm telling you right now, if you let the protesters frame this and if you let someone like that, that Kat Kerwin, that city council person, if you let her frame this whole thing, you're, you're going to have major problems here. And, and like I've said, they've, you know, had some some problems and it's been a, a, a difficult 
summer with all of the different protests and some of the unrest. Now, here is another defense of the police. You don't know if someone has a helmet on, you don't know what what race they are. If someone's wearing and they wear a full helmet and there's a bunch of them, you don't know if they're white. You don't know if they're black. You don't know if they're Latino or Asian. You just know there's someone on a vehicle that seemingly is is causing some problems. And so, you know, that that has to be considered with with all of this, that it was not being done intentional. And and I want to hear that. How it was was there. What I also want to hear is whether or not there was was there some kind of uh, incident back and forth prior to that. For instance, were they trying to stop him? Was this person, you know, causing some kind of a um, a difficulty for the police prior to what what we saw? Right. Like, you know, how long had that um, police officer who ultimately that car was then behind him? How long was was he, you know, trying to get him to stop earlier or did he signal that there was something wrong? Was there someone behind that? Um, these vehicles, a number of them, here's what you have to know is they, the people driving these vehicles, they, they know that they're not supposed to be riding them. They know that they're not supposed to be riding them in the, on the, on the city streets like that. They know that they're not supposed to be doing it like that. But it certainly doesn't seem to stop them in any way. So instead, they, you know, just kind of like take advantage of the, the whole thing. And then they, they try to use the numbers of them. You know, uh, back in the beginning part of the summer or less, wasn't, when was the jump bikes? I mean, at first it was that. And then this has been an ongoing problem for quite some time. So the police are in a tough situation because they can't ignore when people are obviously screaming for them to do something and then they're unable to um, do something about it. And, you know, and then suddenly the, the Providence police and that's where it is. And they they're riding all over the place. But th- this could then set off. I don't like the way that this is being framed. I don't like the way this is being framed in the way that this is being framed um okay. Uh all right, I'm getting a message. I'm gonna um just communicate with and um okay. This is just a developing story here, folks. Um let's see. Let me just stay on track here and boom boom boom. This portion of the program is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Folks, remember, look for that purple dumpster. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway to clean out Brothers Disposal. You can call them at 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Whether it is you're doing a clean out or maybe you're doing a small household construction project, it's Brothers Disposal. Call them, 401-688-0517, 401-688-0517, Brothers Disposal. Call Willie and Roland, and they'll get a dumpster out there for you. Unmatched experience, Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517 for Brothers Disposal. They have the roll-off containers, and maybe you want to clean out your basement, or you want to clean out your garage, or you want to clean out your attic, or just get rid of some unwanted belongings, some more things in your home. You can depend on Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401-688-0517. Unmatch experience. And remember, look for that purple dumpster. It's Brothers Disposal. They're just terrific. Come on, brother. And look for them on Facebook. Brothers Disposal, 688-0517. Now, right now, it is 1246. And good afternoon, folks. It's John DePietro. Again, if you have not seen the video, you can certainly log on at the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And it's brought to you by Operation Made. 
Operation Made, one veteran at a time, encouraging entrepreneurship. They're now open. And where do you see the tremendous merchandise available to you? If you're a veteran or you want to help a veteran, support a veteran, these are veterans that make these tremendous items. And they're right there at the website. You can link through Operation Made. So we will talk about the latest on the election. Folks, the latest on the election is this Thursday night is the, we believe, the last debate. And the um, it's obviously wildly important for the president to have a good night. Uh, president Trump needs this. They need to get Biden out there. They need to get Biden showcased. They need to show that he is, in fact, um, it just doesn't have it. I know there's a big focus on Hunter Biden. I'm not convinced that that is going to move the needle. I think it's very complicated. Uh, it's not that easy. The um, we we are. This is certainly not mapping out the way that that uh, I think that they thought it would. In as far as it certainly is starting to look like what's going on nationally with the numbers. What's going on nationally with the numbers is they are. <coughs> Excuse me. They are doing more testing. And that's really important to know. They are doing more testing. But, folks, it's not resulting in people in the hospital. So I'm seeing right now President Trump calls Dr. Fauci an idiot and said there are people tired of hearing about COVID. President made the comments during a call with his campaign staff on Monday morning that reporters got on. People are saying, whatever, just leave us alone. They're tired of it. People are hearing Fauci and all these idiots Despite the president went on to say Fauci's a nice guy. He's been here for 500 years. During the call, Trump also insisted he had listened to Fauci's advice. Also, if he had listened, there'd be 700, 800,000 deaths. Uh, America has suffered at least 220,000 deaths from that. Trump also called Fauci a disaster who's a bomb when he goes on TV, but a bigger bomb if you fire him. If there's a reporter on, you can have it just the way I said it. I couldn't care less. Um, the president and the doctor have been appear to be feuding in recent weeks. Well, again, I'm not convinced that that's going to help with the president's re-election bid. I'm not convinced in, in any way. And, and it's tough to tell exactly where the polls are. So we're going to have uh, plenty of time. But Thursday night, the president needs a big night. Because some of the polls that are coming out, folks, you either believe that Biden is starting to pull way ahead or and Trump people are just not participating in these uh, polls either that is going on and the trump people have huge momentum and they're ready to really make their voices heard come election day it's either that or it's going to be a landslide on one end one end or the other but something is obviously up right now because um, none of this is positive. This business now of going after Fauci, that just feeds. Um, uh, let's see. I haven't had a call from the New York Times in two years, says the president spoke for 40 minutes just for his speech. Um, that. I, I just that's another distraction. It is another distraction right now for the campaign for the president to be going after Dr. Fauci. So I'm not sure what is uh, the strategy with that. He attacked Dr. Fauci, um, and he's tired of hearing about it. Well, I know the president wants to change the conversation, but I'm not convinced you can with all the states going into lockdown and then the virus just running wild right now. So I'm sure it's very, very frustrating. Very, very frustrating for the president that no matter what he wants to talk about, that all he did, he keeps asking, being asked about the virus. But that's what people are talking about. And people are fearful about it. So I'm sure they'd like to talk about the economy. And we are getting fatigue on it. But um, 
I, I don't think that's a step in the right direction. I think the president being out there is positive. I think the battleground states and the independent voters, I think the, the Fauci comments will only now flame up a new controversy and they won't be focusing on the things they should. We need more of a focus on Vice President Biden. Folks, that's what we need. We need more of a focus on Vice President Biden. And at some point when the virus comes to an end, because there will be life after the virus, then is he prepared to lead? And I think like a lot of people, many of you would agree with me and say that there's a lot of different reasons, certainly not to vote for Biden. And I think those reasons need to be given and be emphasized more. I think that would be very positive if, in fact, they could focus more on the different reasons not to to vote for Vice President Biden, as opposed to that just seems as if it's going to be a new controversy that everyone is going to now, right? That's going to kind of lead the day with the headlines, where then he's attacking someone who, by the way, still remains very, very popular. Dr. Fauci, the guy is knowledgeable. He um, he explains things, I think, in a very easy to understand way. I know early on, and I've heard different people saying they don't trust Dr. Fauci, and they think that he's in with Bill Gates, and he's in with Obama, but and I agree. You know, the, Dr. Fauci has said the virus has changed a little bit. It has um, metastasized. What they were saying at one point, it is true, uh, but that's what happens sometimes with an unknown virus that they're, they're trying to treat. This this thing does change, but it doesn't mean I don't believe you. Then start calling the guy an idiot, folks. It's John DePietro on this Monday. Now, again, this portion of the program. Is brought to you, it's my health in Cumberland. And I want to thank one of our callers called Marie and said when John DePietro talks about it's my health, he should mention that right across from Davenport Restaurant is a landmark a lot of people would know. So I don't mind incorporating that and I appreciate that. Whoever the called Marie at It's My Health in Cumberland, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, it it's my health. Established in 2006 as a collaborative pop-in, that old white church, vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like a kyberry, honey, maple syrup, bee fresh gum, hemp and CBD products, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from, I'm going to read exactly, one of your listeners called, he lives in the area, he said, I should tell you to mention that we're across the street from Davenport's restaurant as the landmark. All right, well, thank you, whoever lived over there and called Marie. Folks, I don't mind that in any way, as long as you stop in to It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, where on top of that, you also have the uh, massage therapy and reflexology, um, and also Pilates. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in. Remember, you can always call Marie and look for her on Facebook at 401-305-3585. 401-305-3585. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. All right. I am uh, seeing right now. Okay. Uh, Mayor Lorza is going to be holding a briefing this afternoon at 2.30. Well, folks, we will definitely be there. So um, we will uh, definitely be uh, coming up to that. So that's going to be 2.30 this afternoon um, at the public safety complex. So we will definitely uh, be there to see the latest where the mayor is going to address this whole situation with the, um, the moped. And exactly what happened with that. And so, um, and we'll, we'll bring you the, the latest on that. I want to remind you um, on this uh, very busy Monday. Um, let me just uh, get back to someone on that. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Uh, I just want to re- remind you folks uh, on this Monday that this is still a great time of year 
to uh, improve your lawn, and you can do that with Lawn Doctor. Call them today, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. It's so simple. They have a great local website. I always direct people to go to lawndoctor.com. Lawndoctor.com, or you can call them at 401-392-1025. 401-392-1025. Lawn Doctor, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, 401 401- 392-1025. There's still plenty of time. Get your lawn in order now, and then next spring you'll have a full lawn. Fertilization, weed control. This time of year, you know, we've had some rain, but it's cool at night and some nice days. This is perfect weather to get that grass up to speed. Speed. It's Lawn Doctor. All right. I am uh Okay. Thank you. I'm getting a uh, official statement from Black Lives Matter uh, that says this is exactly why we don't need more cops in our community. More cops equates to more violence perpetrated on people of color. We need police reform. Current law enforcement standards are so ridiculously under par that escalation tactics are unable to be implemented by the average police officer. Regular mental health evaluations need to be revisited. Retraining across the board is mandatory, inevitable cons- consequence of such consistent aggression. There's a man in critical condition in a coma due to an overzealous and undertrained police officer. This is a behavioral pattern far too common. It's been a white if this had been a white kid, there'd be a collective furor aimed directly at such sloppy and reckless policing. This rogue behavior by vigilant beat cops is not acceptable. We are Black Lives Matter Rhode Island, and we will keep holding law enforcement accountable, even if they don't have the same standard amongst themselves. So that is a statement from Black Lives Matter. Now, what we don't know a lot about who it is with the Providence Police, we'll certainly uh, try to get some more information on that. Again, folks, this is a developing story, and something to watch for is this could certainly lead to um, a lot, or it could certainly lead to some potential outbreak of violence within the community. So we are, you know, waiting to see exactly what's going to happen with this, and Mayor Lorza is going to hold a press briefing coming up at one thirty. Excuse me, 2.30, 2.30. I'm sorry, folks. There's just a lot breaking on this Monday. Now, next hour, we have another full hour to go. Bring you uh, up to speed the latest on the race for president and then more on this developing story. Because as many of you know, there's already been uh, outbreaks of violence and protests. And that was before this incident. And I'm going to try to still get a hold of and speak to the uh, one of the executive directors of Black Lives Matter. So here's what we're going to do. It's John DePietro on this Monday. We're going to it's 1259. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. We have another full hour to go right here. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website depetro.com. The Power Hour is next. Bring you up to speed on all the news and also the Rhode Island infection rates continue to go up. It's all ahead right now. Let's get an update, your news, uh, and then we'll uh, come back another full hour to go right here on the John DePietro Show. So, um, again, and then we'll see exactly what happens. Right now it's 1 o'clock.